Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, I'm Grongy McGuire, and this is Chantelle Fiducci and Pate. Hello. We bonded over our love of reminiscing about weird celebrity couples. The ones no one would believe happened if Google wasn't there to back it up. We want you to join us as we remember when love was young, times were simpler, and we really thought that Angelina and Billy Bob Thornton were going to make it. Every week we're joined by a celebrity guest to discuss the showbiz romance they never got over. So take our hand and stroll down memory lane with us as we remember the the way way they were. Hi, Chantal. Hi, Grania. How are you? Or should I say, how are you now that you're obviously part of the Hollywood elite, having been to the BAFTAs? I saw the pictures. Bent. I'm exhausted. I've been razzle-dazzled Is Is Rebel Wilson just texting you nonstop now? Is better does Cumberbatch not left you alone ever since? Is Gaga at your doorstep trying to get into the flat? genuinely fabulous and so surreal two things first of all well three things award shows are run by like the coolest women in the whole world like it's just all like really really cool really cool women in like the 30s 40s 50s who really like cool really like really hard working and you always get a glimpse that they've got really cool like personal lives and a fabulous kitchen Oh, they all were like, you know, like they can wear, they can wear neutrals and whites and never have to worry about staining. They're just fabulous, like fabulous. So one, all those things run by the coolest women in the world. Two, you know they say as you get older, policemen look younger. Yes. As another caveat, as you get older, you realize celebrities are now children. Oh, I know. <laughs> Tell me, who are the kids you're dealing with? There was, they're just so, because I was working, I was like working on the script for the presenters. So the people presenting the awards, you know, you think celebrities, like glamorous, Elizabeth Taylor, all these like, like that sort of in your head, you think that's what celebrity fame is. I love that for you growing up in 2022, <laughs> when the word celebrity comes out, you think Elizabeth Taylor. That's, that's where you're still exactly. at. Ava Gardner, stars, darling, stars. There's a bunch of old dead people. All right, go on. And then, <laughs> where's Howard Hughes? <laughs> at these like glamorous events and somebody's brought towards you and they're going to read out the thing and they were born like, in 2010 it's like unbelievable you're like oh my god you look like your friends at my niece like <sighs> so young and so like really like super polite you know really like eager and nervous but then like just um, like there was this I won't say who but there's this one presenter who was reading out his intro of what he was going to say and I realized he didn't know what a plum meant. He didn't know what a plum meant. <laughs> oh, <laughs> golly. Oh, no. oh, God. He oh, left God. school before they got to the education of English language part. He just thought he was too good looking and too talented. <sighs> he had to go. 
fabulous, but like this, this, and I looked at me like he's like this famous, incredibly successful, gorgeous actor, and I'm giving him a thumbs up because he said a plum right. <laughs> and also, as if he's already presented at the Baptist, I don't think he needs a thumbs up now. Like he's made it, like he's done it, <laughs> he's already there. <laughs> Just, just. Fabulous. Were there any like, were there any like divas or anything? Any gossip? I know you can't tell names, but was there any like, was there any like scandal backstage? Anyone who was like throwing a strop or anything, or was everyone easy peas? Genuinely, the vibe was. Again, this is going to sound nuts, but backstage of the so I was at the bit of the stage where the auto queue was there, and it was all the presenters, and they would go through the auto queue and then go on stage, and oh you think God, I'm so jealous. Thin, I'm so you, jealous. But you would think, okay, these are like. Hollywood stars like literal Hollywood stars but one is they're all like 12 and secondly they're all if you're an actor on a set you're used to doing like small quiet performances and it's subtle and it's like there's Mm -hmm. 10 people maybe in the room and you forget they aren't like used to it's a different skill to be able to like you know deliver a natural scene to performing to a thousand people on live television and they were so nervous like really unbelievably panicked i'm gonna faint nervous that's crazy it was like so nervous and then it was like this real feeling of because everybody was like you know people were going through you know because it was like a live. well it was recorded it doesn't go out live but it's recorded as live it genuinely felt like a school play about like this really <laughs> high budget school like play. nativity play the local the local primary yeah, all these people shuffling along and i'm up next and, oh i'm really nervous and oh off you go yay genuinely it was like Play them all and they come back well done well done guys well done go on go on son and get your get your quarter of an orange and some yeah. juice and then head back to your seat like you handled that with a plum. With a plum. There we go. <laughs> was there anything that you wanted to break up with at the BAFTAs? Was there anything that you didn't like? Or, um, or just this week, but I know this whole week has just been BAFTAs, BAFTAs, BAFTAs. So I just want to get together with award shows. As we said before, we're a pro award show podcast. I mean, if listeners don't know that now, I mean, come on. This show, this show might as well be called We Love Award Season. <laughs> come the end, when Oscars come March 28th, the first episode after that, so it's going to be me and Grania being like what's up everything nothing to look forward to until next january like <laughs> this is gonna be rubbish we descend into darkness and then we exactly. emerge bright-faced in november when they That's start right. making good films again so i want to uh, stick with award shows because i think they are fabulous gorgeous people in dresses why not and i want to break up with um anybody who slags off award shows and presenters and jokes and blah 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 it's like we all need a little bit of razzle dazzle i totally agree i totally agree 100 percent, 100 percent. i i don't like anyone who puts down i host as you well know as you well know and as you're attending i hold an oscars party every year very proud of it and the one thing i will not abide is people come into this awards party which i've had before 
and be like, oh, it's just a bunch of rich people in a room celebrating other rich people. And it's just a bunch of rich folks. Oh, you know what, mate? Why don't you just go back to your fucking poor, broke ass apartment in the middle of Battersea or the fuck hell hole it is you live in? And don't come to my Oscars party then and put down my great. This is literally bigger than my birthday, bigger than New Year's, bigger than Christmas. This is my fucking ball game. This is, this is my Super Bowl. This is all I care about. I don't know who's president, but I know who won best cinematographer in 97. All right. And they deserved it. And this means more to me than anything else. You can put down the dresses. That's why we're here. Put down the speeches. Make fun of them being a bit too earnest. I love that. Yeah. But do not put down the sanctity of the Oscars yeah. and award shows in general. The Oscars Preach. being obviously the pinnacle. And I'm Preach. glad that you, I mean, this is why you and I are, are a team here at Growing It. So, yes, we're on the same side. Fully well, agree. Speaking of speaking of razzle dazzle, <laughs> speaking of razzle dazzle and superstars, our guest is absolutely incredible she is gorgeous she's beautiful and she's actually the twist is she's funny as well she has eyebrows to die for oh speaking of elizabeth taylor i mean call back could she even (laughs) actually the the person on who's our guest she She actually actually could yeah she she actually dressed up as elizabeth taylor at my friend's halloween party i can see that heart-shaped face yeah and I said, oh, my God, you're Elizabeth Taylor in the Flintstones part two. And she was like, why did she think I was? The I mean, Flint- I, I would have gone with Cat in a Hot Tin Roof. But OK, you do you. I'm meeting you. I still continue since aside from tonight. <laughs> she is the absolutely fantastic Rosie Holt. The, the way they were. Hi, Rosie. Hi, Rosie. Hi, guys. Thank you for being here. We're so happy to see you. For the listeners at home, she looks great. Beautiful. She looks great. The skin's looking good. Drop the routine whenever you're ready. Great. Thank you. An English rose. It is. I'm very jealous. Thanks so much, guys. I've I've set up a light behind the laptop for the precise uh, point. There's no shame in that, my friend. There's no shame. (laughs) Good lighting and self-care. (laughs) Truzies. We're a very romantic podcast. Do you consider yourself a romantic person? I am definitely a romantic person. My mum is a romantic novelist. So I feel... (gasps) Really? Oh my God, that's so exciting. So she's very romantic and I, yeah, yeah, I love a good romance. Oh, wow. It hasn't happened for me yet, guys, but there's still time. I'm not dead yet. (laughs) What kind of romantic? Is she more of a Mills and Boone or more of like a Danielle Steele? No, neither. She's more, she's sort of kind of romantic comedy in book form. I love it. She's writing rom-coms. Yes, written rom-coms. Oh, I love this. I love this. It's great. How did that influence your, like, is that a lot of pressure if your mother is living in a world in her head of romantic comedies? How did that affect your view of romance growing up? It's fucked me up no he <laughs> screwed me up was well, so my parents are very happily married which i know people regard as a good thing and it, of course it is a good thing but i think it does it i guys i think it does something weird to your brain because you go ah oh, well they've got that that means why haven't i got that i should be getting that and then you just keep getting disappointed and then suddenly you're in your 30s and you're single and you're like, what What was this about? What happened? They, they got what together I go when wrong? they were 19. Yeah. It's 19. 19. Bloody hell. Jesus. Give other people a break, guys. My yeah. goodness. Did your mum ever use your love life as inspiration? Did you ever see any of your personal stories pop up 
in our new books. Yes, actually. But I'd forgotten about it until that she had one bit where I think some guy was saying all these wonderful things and then didn't didn't call the next day. And it was something I told her the week before. And I was like, oh, hang on a second. She said, oh my this God. way, if it ever gets TV rights, you can play it in the TV <laughs> because it's you. <laughs> that makes it better. That makes it okay. Using your heartbreak for her to to make money from. But don't worry, one day you can do it too. Oh, goodness. That must have been fun. Let's have a look at the couple that you picked. Oh, right. So, thank you. Yeah. Chantel doesn't know who the couple is. So, I've come up with a few clues. If she doesn't, so, so far, she's had a full winning streak. Which is my, it's more pressure every week, guys. One, it's the pressure on me. This might be the one that breaks you. I don't say that. You're meant to be on my side here, Rosie. (laughs) Okay. So, I'm worried. I'm I'm, I'm nervous. Okay. The year our lovers find each other Uh is in the dark, misty, sepia-coloured days of 2012. 2012. Okay. Okay. 2012. Okay. Let me set the scene. UK hosts the third Olympic Games. Prime Minister David Cameron leaves his daughter at a pub. The artist wins best film at the Oscars. In 2012, this couple found love. You don't have to be a professor to know. They weren't made in heaven. This uptown girl, Andy Stender, still had us wrapped around their finger oh shit we got a british couple don't we it's involving soap operas okay all right fuck this is gonna break me i think i think we found the one that's gonna break me okay uptown girl i mean the only uptown girl i know is elton john it's christy brinkley and she didn't get with anyone in 2012 made for what did you say about professor you don't have to be a professor to know they weren't made in heaven made in heaven 2012. Okay, 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 sorry. Are they English or are they American? They're English. They are English. Shit a brick. Fuck. Oh, God. Maiden. (laughs) Who's a maid? What's the East Enders? Oh, no. I don't know who this is. Maid is it M A I D or M A D E? It's M A I D, isn't it? M A D E. I think this might have broken me. I don't know. I think this is some British couple that I don't know about from East Enders. Are they really famous? Rosie, do you have any other clues? Yeah, do you have any other clues, Rosie? One time a guest gave me a clue and it worked. Don't let this be it for me. (laughs) (laughs) All I can think of is really unhelpful clues that probably won't help. Trice, it's better than nothing. (laughs) I'm working on nothing. I've got my gas is low. She she once said about him, he floors you with his wit. He floors you with his wit? (laughs) (laughs) You could say they were an unlikely couple. They were unlikely. They, yeah, they're, they're a very unlikely couple. Was there an age gap? Very, not an age gap. Let's say if it was made into a Disney film, okay. it would be Lady and the Tramp. Yes. Yeah. And they're definitely both properly famous. Brilliant. These weren't like these weren't like people that I have. I definitely heard of them. They were like my favorite couple. So yeah, I think they were probably <laughs> famous. Do you want me to tell you? I think I've, I think or, I've, yeah, I don't know, unless you have any other clues for me, but the, I'm, I'm worried, I think this may have killed me. I think, I think we've done it. You, really sorry bitch! <laughs> Rosie, put Chantel out of her misery. Yeah, I can't guess this. Who is it? Tell me, tell me, so, I need to know. It was Made in Chelsea star, Millie McIntosh, and 
rapper Professor Green. Oh, Professor Green and <laughs> Millie. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, the clues about Professor. Oh, God. I was miles yeah. off. The East, it's the East Ender. The East Ender thing completely I threw know. me. The East Ender. I was totally thinking of an actor. All I could think about was Daniela Westbrook and Brian Harvey. That's all I thought of the whole time. <laughs> and I, and I, or like, I was like, did Martine McCutcheon get with someone at one point? I was miles away. And I was a big fan of this couple. I've, I've watched. I'm the only person left in England yeah, who still right. watches made in Chelsea I thought those were really good clues now it makes sense but independent observer I would have brought up the neck tattoo because of the stabbing I'm just saying that would have helped me if I'd had or the pizza place now he has the pizza place with Gizzy all of that is yet to come what an exciting couple I love this couple one of my favourite wedding dresses as well oh her wedding dress so gorgeous heavenly okay first of all the first question everybody asks about a couple, but what do their astrological signs say? Question well, that only Grania asks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Grania is the only person that cares. <laughs> Millie McIntosh is a Leo. Professor Green, aka Stephen Paul Manderson, is a Sagittarius. Now, surprisingly enough, according to Love Match, that's a 75% match. 75! They say Leo and Sagittarius are a good, fiery combination of signs. And when they come together, they inevitably fall in love. However, Sagittarius, a.k.a. Professor Green, might lose interest in Leo, Millie, because they tend to get pushed away by their static, fixed nature. I mean, that doesn't sound but like still Millie McIntosh. 75%, that was good. I mean, it lasted a relatively long-ish time before she went back to her one true love. If people are listening and they don't know who Professor Green and Millie McIntosh are, how would you describe them as a couple, their romance. Okay, so Millie McIntosh was in Made in Chelsea. I think she was only in the first three, maybe the first three seasons, but she was like very, very posh and uh, talked in the sort of drawl like this and very rich. And then Professor Green was this like cool, new, exciting talent, but also he was kind of funny. He had this song called, I think it was called like, I Need You Tonight was very, I thought, very witty, actually. Witty, witty music video. And they met and they fell in love. And it was really lovely because they were so different because he was very, like, he'd had quite a sort of tortured upbringing with violence and things like that. And then she only sort of, her ex-boyfriend was this guy called Hugo who also talked in this drawl. And then this was just a kind of new, exciting Romance of two people from different worlds, like Romeo and Juliet, but in a modern way. They just were romantic. They were, it was they really made a- romantic. And they got married and they looked so sweet on the carpet together because she was also like polished and beautiful, but he was kind of cool. You know, with those those Chelsea Sloane Squares to that, you don't, I feel in England, they don't, they don't do that very often. They're no, just, they don't. They don't they leave stick the circle. To kind. No, it's they true. Don't. So I was like, yeah, that's right. Class is changing. Class isn't important anymore. Millie's with Professor Green, and maybe he'll make her funnier because she always seemed a little humorless. So I believed in them. I believed that they could make each other better. Well, let's find out a little bit about their background. So, Professor Green was brought up in Hackney in Clapton. And he sort of had quite a chaotic background. He was—he said that he smoked a lot of cannabis when he was younger, but he was really smart and he dreamed of being a lawyer, but he suffered quite a lot from mental health 
then in his early 20s his dad passed away so that was a big catalyst in his life he's like right i'm not going to be able to survive this if i'm still doing drugs so he stopped doing drugs then he um released his own mixtape he got discovered by mike skinner then he rose to success so he's like the cool like london rapper everybody's really excited about meanwhile millie mcintosh is also coming to a moment in fame with maiden chelsea she is the great granddaughter of uncle harold and douglas mcintosh who created quality street Mm -hmm. she's basically millie quality street yeah and they meet when millie poses on the cover of FHM. Oh, R.I.P. FHM. So romantic. (laughs) So 2011, she poses on FHM. Professor Green sees it and he falls in love. So he gets his publicist to contact her and they go on a date. So I actually have them talking about the date, which I'm going to put into our chat. I'm looking. So uh, who would like to be Professor Green? I'm not going to be Professor Green simply because... I've been accused on the internet of being classist whenever I do accents. So unless they're posh, I don't want to anger my um, trolls. Um, I'm be... I will do them because number one, no one knows me on the internet. And uh, number two, I'm equally bad at all accents. So I can't really be offending anyone. This is him talking about their first date. All right. So this is all him. Okay. Yeah. I took her to the grand show for our first date. I said to her, you're not really the sort of bird I would go for. And she said, yeah, you're not the type of guy I normally go out with. I normally go for bad boys. She just called me a good boy, but in a clever way. I was like, I'm into her. So beautiful. <laughs> it's so romantic. <laughs> so Do you romantic. think your mum could write dialogue like she that? She wishes. She wishes. <laughs> Look, my mum's a talented writer, but I don't think, I don't think she could. She's, she's not she Professor Green. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, Rosie, so now you are playing Millie. I'd been watching Frozen Planet, and he seemed to know a lot of facts about polar bears, which I loved. And after that, we had a lot of text banter. He can be quite rude and sarcastic, which I like. When I met Steve, I was in this like unhappy party circuit bubble, which was quite unhealthy, but he has brought out the best side of me. I feel happy and secure now. I forgot he was called Steve. I forget he's called Steve. That was a really good Millie McIntosh, by the way. That was really, I was like, you know, where was Rosie? That was really good. Rosie, what, when you, so when you imagine those early days, what, why do you think they got on so well? Like, why do you think they sparked? She's like I posh, blonde girl. Just two different worlds, isn't it? What, that's, I think that was one of the things I liked about them was I was like, how did this happen? She said, I remember she said on Maiden Chelsea, she was talking about him and she said that he, yeah, he said that he could floor people with his wit. And she also said that he is so intelligent. And I don't she, think, I feel bad saying this. I'm not sure how intelligent she is. And I think he is. So I think she was like, mm-hmm. wow, he's clever. He's also like a bit of rough. And then he was like, wow, she's this like glamorous, rich, beautiful lady who laughs at my jokes and thinks I'm uh, very clever. Maybe it was simple as that. Or maybe mm-hmm. it was just the power of love. And sometimes you don't know why you fall in love with people. You just do. I can imagine, because I think, you know, to have created the career he has, you know, from the start that he had, he must be so charismatic and smart and focused. And I think compared to the guys she would have been used to, they would have been, he must have seemed so interesting. 
Well, that exactly. I mean, made in Chelsea, and the men are so sort of pleased with themselves without anything to back it up because none of them are interesting. They're just rich and have got nice faces in a certain way. And it might have changed, Chantel. It might have got better. But oh, no, but it hasn't. Thinking, <laughs> it's, it's the same. <laughs> I remember thinking, why are all these women running after these inadequate men? Really, I could deal with it. They have like banter yeah. with the lads and then they just lie to their girlfriends and cheat on them all the time. Um, uh, when fun, this was happening... Oh, sorry, fun fact. No, here we go. Fun actually, fact, fun I fact, should, guys. I should share. She once went on a date with my brother. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think he'd want that out there. <laughs> a personal connection. Oh my goodness. How did it go? I think badly. Obviously, it was one it was day. Great. You didn't say it she was... once dated. She went on a date with your she brother. She went on a date. She went on a date with my brother. Pre, pre and, was he not, and was he not feeding the vibes or was she not feeding the vibes? I think he was quite intimidated. He said, he asked what she did and she pushed over this card which said, It Girl. <laughs> <gasps> I love her even more now. That's amazing. Oh, good for her. I love that she had a card. Oh, good for her. Well done, Millie. So far, <laughs> maybe she's Maybe she works in, hang on, maybe she was working in IT. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so, think, so 2012 is when they were together. What was going on in your love life at the time? Were you searching for your Professor Green? 2012. So I was at drama school. So I was having sex <laughs> with <gasps> various unsuitable actors. But nothing was As opposed to all those totally together, mentally stable actors, of which there's so many, I'm sure. So (laughs) many. Yeah. In fact, I I was seeing this guy who was uh who was from from a different different background alongside the tracks, who I thought was amazing. Yeah, and then my friend accused me of she said, since you've been dating him, you've been listening to R&B and wearing combat trousers. And I said, this is a lie. I've always listened to R&B and worn combat trousers. But it didn't work out. <laughs> oh, no, Rosie. Were you, was there a bit of appropriation vibes happening? Were you, were you becoming that posh white white girl with us? <laughs> God. Did you start saying things yeah, totally nothing, whack? <laughs> there was nothing problematic about it at all. I'd like to state that for the record. I love the combat dresses. That's as far as you went. You didn't do like a beat poetry or... Slam poetry, Grania. Slam, slam poetry. I, oh, I did start a career in rap. Uh, short-lived. Didn't go anywhere. Died at the first rap battle. So you were living your little Millie gr- dreams then. You really were inspired by her. This is amazing. Yeah, I was directly influenced by Millie. And uh, I thought, yeah, I may not, you know, have quality streets. But I do have a poshish accent, and we'll yeah, go with that. Yeah, that works. <laughs> yeah. You can pull it. You can pull yeah. it off, definitely. Yeah. Well, so back to Lady and the Tramp. Uh, so even though they just met in 2012, in 2013, that's, that's only a year later, they get engaged, and then they don't mess about. That same year, they get married in a gorgeous, oh, gorgeous. ceremony at Babington House. Gorgeous ceremony. Gorgeous Babington dress. House. Gorgeous suits. Gorgeous air. Oh, everything about that wedding was dreamy. Very English, classic English country wedding. She looked insane. Oh, God, it was so good. Did you all love the dress? Was it just me or everyone in agreement? It's one of the best. 
think about Guys, that dress I can't remember and her the dress. hair and the braids. Oh my God, Rosie, okay, get yourself onto I'm a gonna, Google and look it up. I'm gonna Google, Google it right now. now. I want your reaction. It's just in very real time. sort of. It's not over the top. It's just understated, which is my favorite kind of wedding dress. Either understated or totally trashy. Those are my. Those are the two options for me. And she went understated and gorgeous and simple and elegant. Her hair was gorgeous. Her makeup. I thought she looked remarkable. Oh, she's seen it, guys. She's oh, seen you're it. Right, it's lovely. He's wearing a bracelet and he's really smiley. She looks really nice. I know. They look lovely together. So things seem to be going really strong. Uh, at 2014, Professor Green leaps to her defence at a party in November, calling her former Maiden Chelsea co-star Spencer Matthews a C star star star. Key. We can say cunt. Did I, mean, I do I enough stars? <laughs> I, I just said it. I just said it. Uh, I was trying to, in my head, I was like, you put counting the letters. And I, was you, like, I think I said, you said count. <laughs> you spelled count, which he probably is actually in real life, Spencer. So I think both I, are true. After the reality TV loudmouth called Millie a show pony. So I think that's quite romantic. You know, your, yeah. your, your husband sticking up for you when your, like, arrogant old co-worker starts slagging you off. Also, can I just say, I would love to go out with a guy who would actually call someone a cunt who disrespected me. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think that's so lovely. Because mm-hmm. going if you're going out with some kind of posh, slowly made in Chelsea type, he's not going to call them a cunt. He'll say wanker or something or twat. He won't even say that. He'll just be like, that was very strong. Or he'd be like, no, I'll take him aside at the next hunting. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. word with him. It's not the same. It's not the same like kind of caveman, I'm protecting my woman. Also, I'm a feminist. (laughs) Yeah, in a a really modern, modern, progressive feminist way. In a really modern feminist way. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe she's called... Lily Allen a cunt because Lily Allen slagged Professor Green off. We don't know. Maybe she also, you know, has slagged, you know, defended his honour in front of co-workers. Maybe that was their that was their Valentine's Day, guys. That's what they oh, did. Yeah. All right. So we all celebrate love differently. They call people cunts. Um, I'm I'm here for it. Um it seems like they do have fun in a night out. So I'm gonna give you so who is who's Professor Green? I'm Professor Green. Okay, I'm gonna give you a quote from Professor Green. Okay. This is what he said. One of our most priceless miles to New York. I gotta go deep for London. One Tony, most, Tony. I gotta go. I gotta go deep for London. One of our most priceless moments was during our honeymoon in Capri. We were trying to be well behaved and keep it low key, but then we met these other newlyweds from Chelsea, and they insisted on a big night. I remember bumping into Chris De Berg at one point, who I met when I did the Extra Factor. He kept singing "Lady in Red" at Millie as she was lying on the floor plastered, and then anyone else who would listen—that was mental. We called it a night after that. <laughs> that does sound mental in his defense. Yeah. But what a story. What a story. story. Krista Berg singing Lady in Red to your passed out wife. <laughs> and you met Krista Berg on Extra Factor, which is so zealous. I love that she met him then. And also, he said she was lying on the floor plaster. So the idea is no one helped her up. Not Krista Berg, <laughs> not Professor Green, not anyone from Chelsea. No, just let her lie there. The little thin limbs just flayed out on the floor. <laughs> In Capri. What a night. Well, so even that auspicious start, 
there are storm clouds coming. Uh, reports of them fighting in public start sort of trickling about. Um, they continue to fight off ru- splish rumours and they overcompensate by putting up quite intimate pictures on Instagram. I remember this time, that's right. Behind closed doors, okay. they're calling each other cunts, but on Instagram, it's all loved up. You can always tell there's too many loved so up sad. photos on Instagram. It's going Splitsville. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember all that, Rosie? All those really loved up photos they were doing. You just knew. It's oh, coming, they just it's had a fight, back to and me. now they're putting a picture up. Oh, it's really sad. It's too sad. Do you find that, Rosie? Do you find whenever you see like any couple that puts up loads of photos of themselves looking happy, do you just is it just me or do you just presume? Oh, they're miserable. <laughs> do you just presume they just had a fight, <laughs> or they're just constantly? I never think what a happy couple. I just feel like because all the happy couples I know don't do that. So whenever I see yeah. that, I just presume you're just constantly fighting. You, you, and you literally, you just broke up and you just got back together again and you put a photo up. Don't you think? No, I, I guess you're right. I'm always like, oh, they're so in love. Oh, because you're a romantic. Because Rosie the Riveter is a little romantic and she believes it. And I like that. <laughs> well, despite all the pictures to their Instagram followers, they admit, you know, things are difficult. And this is, I, I cannot believe this is true, but it must be because it was on the internet. They finally respond to divorce rumours by saying they are having marriage therapy from TV consultant Dr. Linda Papadopoulos. Well, that's the, I know, I trust Linda Papadopoulos. She's the really pretty Greek one, isn't she? She's, yeah. the, really, she's the American one, isn't she American? I think so, I yeah. would trust she that bitch up. in my life. <laughs> she was on every single Linda. show. Every, it was Big Brother. Yep. She'd pop up in every single she'd come show. come with her, um, her brown hair with caramel highlights. And she'd come on with her like, mauve lipstick. You'd be like, what do they need to do, actually? And she has these beautiful big brown eyes. And I would love to have her. I'm with them. I'm surprised it didn't work. Because I think Linda could fix anyone. So well done, <laughs> yeah, Millie. I mean, well done, Steve and Millie. But I just love that even like their marriage counsellor has a TV profile. <laughs> like that's a lot uh, but sadly it doesn't work Professor Green fans notice has unfollowed Millie McIntosh he got quite petty the, towards the end he got quite he petty unfollowed yeah, he her did. it was great fun and to then, watch <laughs> no it was sad and then in, it was sad but it was also fun then in January somebody works out that Millie has been on 11 holidays in 10 months I mean so they've only been married about a year and a half. She's been on 11 holidays in 10 months. And then a few weeks later, their divorce is announced. So, Rosie, why do you think they split? <laughs> what went wrong? <laughs> it's so much in I common, so, these crazy kids. I was so sad when they split up. I think maybe they were just too different. They just didn't have a lot in common after all. And the differences was what made it exciting and what was what was so brilliant about it because you thought, yeah, you, you could be different and you could fall in love. But no, she ended up she ended up going back to her own. So she knew like exactly if she had to. She tried it. I don't I'm with I'm with Rosie on this though. I think they probably split up. I think they were only together because they had fun at parties being Millie and Professor Green. <laughs> I think they just found it funny. <laughs> like, look, he's like that. And I'm like, yeah, it's mental, isn't it? And then they like, had really fun going out and like hanging out with Krista Berg and her getting shit-faced all the time. And then when it came down to actually like married life and hanging out one-on-one, do you not feel that after they got over the kind of novelty of each other, they realised there wasn't actually a lot there to go on? I think, well, because that was one of the things, wasn't it? She got with Hugo super quickly after they divorced. And I remember back in Made in Chelsea season one, she really liked Hugo and he didn't treat her very well. 
he was a bit contemptuous of her and a bit like whatever. And then that was why it was cool. And she got with this guy who liked her and was fun. But no, then Hugo, as soon as Hugo was interested, she went back to him. I feel like she never really shook off Hugo. Maybe that's why Professor was like, you stop texting your ex all the time. So after the split, Mm -hmm. Millie, three months later, is back with her former flame, Hugo. It's very Three months. months. Professor Green takes it in a very casual way. He just posts... (laughs) He's very casual and relaxed about it, only casually referring to the relationship in an update that I have sent to you, Chantal. Oh my God, the amount of work I put into this. Jesus. Why did I let Rosie choose? She she had one millisecond. Millie Millie didn't say anything. She She really didn't. Dignified silence from Millie. She was raised Dignified silence. This is an Instagram post. All right. Over 3 million records sold, a few top 10s, including a number one for two weeks, loads of top 40s, tours, shows, to God knows how many thousands of people, all off of the back of my hard work, lives saved by the work I've done, by putting my own suffering out there to help others through the seven hit documentaries I've made, and all when I started with nothing. No chip on my shoulder about it, just facts. Take that in and then try to understand how frustrating it is to constantly have my name mentioned next to a person whose only claim to fame is me. I've been so quiet this whole time, but I'm so bored of PR spinning headlines because there isn't anything else she does of any relevance to speak about apart from holiday. Speak about my work. Do that. Criticize it if you want. I'm cool with polarizing people. I never wanted everyone to love me, but stop! Spinning everything I say to keep bringing up one bloody mistake I made. So he's pissed off that she's number one. Okay, sorry. I know I have some things to say about this. <laughs> I'm sorry, but how dare he? How dare he say that she's only famous because of him? He needs to get real. I agree. That's so unfair. That she is, was famous in her own right. Thank you. That is so Kanye Taylor. I made that bitch famous. Uh, no, you didn't, Professor. She was already doing yeah. quite well without you. Thank you. He needs to get real. No chip on my shoulder aside from everything I'm saying this entire the entire thing here. It's all fish and chips on his shoulders. Bitter. Bitter. That's how he, he really came was bitter. I'm, I don't remember this, but I remember a lot of his Twitter about it was he was a bitter, bitter man. He is not a fan yeah. of his ex. They're not friends, are they? It's not amicable split. Mm-hmm. Well, she said it was amicable, but it clearly wasn't. Oh, she's lied. She just lied to everyone. She she was dignified because she didn't respond to any of his sniping. But then that's because she had a new new bow. She's got her man, the one that got away. She got the real one. Well, so then we're kind of up to date. So Millie and Hugo get married in 2018. They now have two children. And Professor Green went out with somebody else after... Millie and he was mad she was like kind of like a sexed up version of Millie she was very like glamorous that didn't work but now he's with actress Karima McAdams and they have this month announced they're having a baby oh well congratulations that's cute and he makes pizza that's all I know about it now he makes and it is I tried his pizza only a few months ago I really wanted to dislike it because it's incredibly expensive I hate to say this it was fucking incredible. It was really amazing where, where pizza. Where did you get it? It's Gizzy where and Greens. It? Gizzy, is, I got it, I had it delivered, but it's Gizzy. I think they're in Bethnal Green. Really, I can't recommend it enough. It's fucking extortionate, but it's really tasty, unfortunately. 
So we have Millie McIntosh living her slum girl fancy life. Pictures with her and Hugo in like hunting gear mm. with her gorgeous children, you know, matching wellies. Oh, she looked amazing pregnant as well. She made pregnancy look great. Gorgeous. But we also have Professor Green still churning out the hits, still, uh, you know. Hang on it. a minute. What is it? Huh? <laughs> I that don't was weird. I think it's not churning out any hits. Is our producer going to pop on and say, you're not, you're not allowed to lie on this podcast because churning out the hits? <laughs> Name one. I, I don't know. I wanted. I, I, I wanted to say turning out the hits in case it turned out he was like, you know, headlining Glastonbury and I haven't been aware of his That's music not happening. for like 12 yeah, years. No, That's he's not happening. Hits. <laughs> but as we all know, in any breakup, there can only be one winner. Mm-hmm. So it's the question that the whole podcast is driving towards. In the breakup between Millie McIntosh and Professor Green, who thrived... And who just survived? Come on, Rosie, what do you think? Millie thrived. He just survived, surely. Quick answer, but yeah. I have to agree. I can elaborate, but it's, it's it, I feel like the case is strong. I yeah. think she would have thrived even if she hadn't gotten with Hugo as well. I think she'd just be yeah. doing a lot better. She's, she's, she's a strong lady. I think posh English women, they seem to be very, like, resilient. Very, like, just get on with it. Mm, it seems yeah. very like there's a particular yeah. type that seems to always do fine. It does help if you're like preternaturally gorgeous. <laughs> that seems to <laughs> yeah. that seems to really help out if you're young and pretty and thin. That's mm. also a nice little tick. <laughs> do you think Millie, when he was like spouting all this stuff online about her, and you know Billy uh, Millie's back in her you know happy Sloan world? Do you think part of her was like flattered or like bummed out by him tweeting about her? Oh, I bet it's not very nice. I I I wouldn't like it. Actually, hmm, would I not like it? <laughs> I think I'd be flattered. <laughs> I think I'd, I'd love like, it. Oh, okay. He so, seems to care. <laughs> yeah, it's like with um my you know my ex was a comic and I was really really looking forward to him doing a show about me, which he never did, which was very sad. <sighs> Because you just, you know, you just want that bit. You just want someone talking about I like how you, you started out with the respectable, mm-hmm. oh, no, it'd be awful. I'd really, I don't want to see him hurt. You know, that's the real, and then like like that, actually, that'd be delicious. <laughs> <laughs> just be, just terrific. If he spent a year pining after me, the bitcher the guy gets, the, the happier I'd be. I'd love it. Rosie would love it. We'd all love it. Yeah. If you were at home saying, I wouldn't love it, you're lying. <laughs> I have an ex and it was such a horrible breakup. And I was telling Chantel about this on Friday. Every now and then he he, he oh, yes. followed my Twitter, and then I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's a bit gross, whatever. But then, about six months later, he then followed me again. So I was like, hang on a sec, why have I got the notification again? I realised he unfollowed me. He couldn't handle I it. He couldn't it. handle it. I love it. It's so flattering. It. It's... And also, that's like he didn't mute. He didn't mute you. Yeah. He actually unfollowed you. Because if he was going to meet you, you wouldn't have to see what he said. He was like, no, I need you to know. You don't need to follow someone to look at their Twitter. Just look at her Twitter, man. <laughs> Just check out her Twitter every now and then. You haven't got to follow them. It's so unnecessary. <laughs> She's not private. Like, just look at it. You can just read it all. It's there. It's so weird. I love it. Yeah, I think Millie, I think Millie loved Professor Green being all butthurt about them, their breakup. 
So, Chantal, do you want to ask the question? That oh, we, yes. The final we've, question. We've come to that time, Rosie. We ask every guest we have on the same question. There is a single celebrity out there who we love, who I'm sure you love, but who's unbelievably single. We are not suggesting she needs anyone. We just feel everyone deserves to be loved. So, who would you pair up with the one, the only, Cher? <gasps> oh. Who would I pair up with Cher? Who can reach her level? Oh, I think somebody like... Oh, no, do you know what? I don't don't want this person, but he keeps coming into my head because obviously he's cancelled now. And that's Arnie Hammer. (laughs) <laughs> obviously oh, really bad oh my god <laughs> <laughs> obviously really bad it just was in my head but not him I was thinking of a young well maybe no no no, no 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 that's, yeah, stick that's with it. the heart wants what the heart wants Rosie yeah. <laughs> that's who no, I, I mean because he's he's clearly if not, anyone not could sh- I think if anyone could because sh- his whole thing was I don't want to get into it from the brief brief not get into it thing a lot of it was about power and if anyone can definitely outpower him it is Cher if anyone could set him straight you know what, yeah she would say if she called him up Danny that nonsense you know what she'd say snap out of it, it. <laughs> 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 so I think I think I think you'd actually be helping um, the women of the world yeah. by doing that. She'd whip them into shape. Yeah. So good. I, that's what she that's a great. Him. <laughs> that's brilliant. I love how you just how you, in your mind like no 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 not him anyone but him. He just kept coming back. <laughs> oh, amazing stuff. That was great. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Rose. It's been so, thank you so lovely. Much. Thank you so much. Where can we find you? Is there anything you have coming up? You can find me on the Twitter and the Instagram on at Rosie is a Holt. Coming up. I don't know. Who knows? Something great. She's always got yeah. she's always got a lot of buns in the oven, guys. Rosie's going. She'll be going places, babes. It's getting there. It's blowing up. The Way They Were is an Amanda Redman production produced by Abby Weaver and Amanda Redman. We want to hear your celebrity couple crush, so email us on thewaytheywerepod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at thewaytheywerepod and we're on Instagram at thewaytheywerepodcast. Thanks so much to Audio Boom for hosting and thanks to you for listening. Until the next time, goodbye. Goodbye. The The way they were. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.